Hey guys, and welcome to The Chill Space. I am your host, Jackie, and on this podcast, I'll be having laid-back conversations on opinions and life experiences with super chill people. So grab a glass of whatever it is you like to wind down with, whether it's wine, whiskey, tequila, coffee, I don't know, water, whatever it is, enjoy The Chill Space. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 20 of the Chill Space Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. I actually cannot believe that I've gotten to episode 20 of this podcast. It really just feels like not too long ago when I started with my first episode. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate all the messages and love the conversations that have come out of the different episodes. So I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you who have listened to even just a single episode. You guys are amazing and have made this journey feel totally worth it. I hope you're having a good day as you listen. I have had an okay day. Uh, It's been a pretty lazy day for me, to be honest. I'm recording on a Monday, which I wouldn't typically do. Uh, I took a couple of days off for the first time in a while last week. And it just kind of rolled into the weekend and I was just lazy all through and then woke up this morning and I was like, okay, cool. I need to make sure I record episode 20 today. So that's where I am now. For episode 20, I thought I'd do another solo episode and this one focuses on the voices in your head, something that I'm sure every single person is familiar with. I decided to talk about this after reading a book called The Mastery of Self by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. for the second time, actually. One of my favorite chapters in the book speaks about the parasite and the ally, which are the voices that you hear in your head. The ally is the good guy, you know, that voice that does the positive reinforcement. The voice that points out the good in every situation and validates your worth, constantly reminding you that you are in control, you are amazing, and you are worthy of achieving all good things. And then there's the parasite. The parasite deals with internal negative self-talk. So it's basically the opposite of the ally. It clouds your vision from seeing things as they truly are and convinces you that you're incapable of achieving greatness and that you're undeserving of good things. If you're anything like me, there have been days where the voice of the parasite is louder than the voice of the ally. A lot of the time, the parasite seems to be much louder in our head, especially in situations where we aren't fully confident in our abilities or surroundings. It's a constant struggle to give the positive voice more attention than the negative voice. This chapter got me thinking about what what my earliest memory was dealing with negative talk. And I remember this story that I believe in this particular situation, I let the ally win. Or at least I think I did. I was nine years old and in the fourth grade. And I was having a hard time making friends in my new class. 
My school did this thing where every new grade that you went to, they would switch up the people in your class to give you the opportunity to be more social and meet new people. This didn't really work in my favor because I really wasn't the most social person. So I spent a lot of the beginning of my fourth grade just daydreaming in class and thinking of what it was I was going to have for dinner when I got home. Then one day, a new girl walked into my class. Let's call her Liz. The second I saw her, I knew that we were going to be friends. Liz was tiny like me, and she seemed super shy, just like me. Once we started talking, and I found out that we had so many similarities, I knew we were going to be best friends. From the eyes of a nine-year-old, we were practically twins. But the thing is, we were actually really different. See, Liz lived in a mansion and had butlers and maids. She didn't have a toy pony, but a real horse. And while I played with my siblings on the weekend, Liz had horseback riding lessons. Oh, and she was white. Not that it matters, but for context of the story, it does. Every year at my school, we had a play and kids would have to audition for roles and we would get to perform it in front of the parents and the entire grade. That year, this play was about kings and queens and monarchs. Only 20 people would be cast for the play, and I immediately knew I wanted to be part of it. There was no question, I wanted the role of the queen. She had the most lines and the best costume and would get to sit on a throne and wear a crown. It sounded perfect. I remember telling my mom about it, and she encouraged me to audition. She always supported whatever activities my siblings and I showed the slightest interest in. I was so sure that this role was mine. As quickly as I had gotten excited about the possibility of being the queen, the feeling quickly turned into dread. There were about 20 girls in the entire grade, including Liz, who decided that they were going to audition for the queen as well. I also overheard a couple of girls who thought that I shouldn't be auditioning for the role of the queen because it just didn't suit me. And the more I thought about it, they were right. I considered going for other roles as well, but again, I thought, why would they even pick me for the play at all? I literally had one friend and was not the most social person, and I'd never even been in a play. After a lot of thought, I decided there was no way I was auditioning for anything. A couple of weeks before auditions, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to do it. I still practiced the lines anyway because, hey, maybe by sheer luck, there'd be some weird twists and it'd be like a Cinderella movie or something where the role would just fall in my lap. I remember my mom asking me how practice was going and whether or not I was ready for the audition. I told her I didn't care about it anymore, which was an obvious lie. She could probably see through me, though, because she said something along the lines of, I want you to know that you can do anything that you put your mind to. See, like I said earlier, my mom always supported whatever activities my siblings and I showed the slightest interest in. I think it was because we were surrounded by kids who were very different from us. 
The school we went to was pretty prestigious and the kids who were there were rich, rich. It's not to say that we weren't well off, but in comparison to people who had horses in their backyard, yeah, there was a difference. Anyway, back to the story. So I shrugged her off and the truth was I was just scared. I didn't want to audition and not get the part because that would mean that the voice in my head telling me that I wasn't good enough was actually right. There was another voice though, the one that pushed me to practice my lines and made me feel like I was capable of getting the part. By the time auditions came around, I knew all the lines, probably even better than Liz, who I'd been practicing with on our lunch break for the last couple of weeks. It was finally audition day, and I had decided that I was going to do it. The night before, it was all I could think about, and the voice of the ally was louder than the parasite for the first time ever. I remember going into the audition feeling on top of the world. I was nervous, but more excited than anything. I was sure I had it. A couple of days later, the list was up. Everyone ran to the board to look for their names while I stood in the corner pretending not to care. All of a sudden, I see Liz running towards me screaming, We both got parts. We both got parts. I was so shocked. I remember being so excited and running up to the list to see the role that was rightfully mine, the queen. I look for my name and right next to it, I see my role written in bold letters. Jackie, role, slave number two. And guess who was queen? Liz. Now, the point of this story isn't to make you feel bad for me. The point is, I didn't let the voice of the parasite stop me from pursuing a role that I wasn't sure I could get. Now, even though I was cast as a slave, which today would be considered very inappropriate, in 98, I wasn't even thinking about that. Even though I ended up having just two lines of the show, I remember a part of me feeling good that I tried. I had the mindset of the queen, auditioned for the queen, and even believed I was capable of being the queen. I think back to it now, and I do not know how they got away with casting the black girl as a slave, but I genuinely don't even focus on that. I really wasn't that great at acting. Plus, Liz had gotten the role of the queen, which made sense considering she had an acting coach and was living somewhat of a queen-to-be life. The chapter from the book, The Mastery of Self, The Parasite and the Ally, talks about how neither of these voices that you hear in your head are actually you. They're both just narrators that speak to you throughout the day, guiding your actions and the decisions that you make. It talks about the importance of understanding that you are not your thoughts. Once you understand this and constantly remind yourself of this, you can consciously choose which voice you allow to tell your day-to-day story. Silencing the parasite is not an easy process, especially if you've had years and years of constantly listening and dealing with this voice and have accepted its conclusions as fact. As I've gotten older and become more secure and confident in the person that I am, I find that the voice of the parasite is quieter. It's still there, and to be honest, it's loud and clear sometimes, but it just doesn't make as many appearances. 
If you're someone currently struggling with dealing with a loud parasite, it's important that you constantly remind yourself that this voice isn't yours. Make an active decision to switch to the ally every time that the parasite shows up. When you love and accept yourself entirely and speak positively to yourself, it makes it easier to use the power of your word to change your mind. As much as you have no power over other people's thoughts and perceptions of you, you really do not have to accept them as truth or even hold on to them and ponder what they mean. Learn to separate the truth from opinion. View your negative experiences as learning opportunities and embrace the growth you got from them. I really hope that you guys enjoy this story and enjoy this episode. As usual, you know where to find me on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple. You can also find me on Instagram at the Chill Space Podcast. I would love to hear your stories of when you first realized that there was this overwhelming negative voice in your life. DM me, message me, however way you want to reach out to me, let me know. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.